to the east side of town we go. Our Democrat of the day is running for Minnesota House seat 47B. Ethan Shaw is kind enough to join us to talk about his campaign. Hi, Ethan. How are you today? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, my, my, absolute, my, my absolute pleasure. I'm, glad, I'm very glad you had the time today. I really appreciate that. Uh, you're out there, Susan Kent territory. I'm, I'm a fan of Susan Kent. I know she's leaving. But uh, Senator Susan Kent, I was always a big fan of hers. And uh, I'm glad to see her out in Woodbury. I'll say the same thing I always said to Susan Kent. I had to go out to Woodbury a lot for kids' sports because I live over on in Hopkins. I got to go out to Woodbury all the time for kids' sports. That town is cute. I like Woodbury. It's got a lot of positive over there. Oh, yeah. It's a really cute town. Yes. Lots of kids. Lots of kids. Lots of good development. It's getting developed in, as I've always said, in you know, you want to look at a model on how you develop your city that's growing with the population. You look at Woodbury. Absolutely, you're uh-huh. right about that. Uh, Ethan, why don't we take a few minutes here? You can introduce yourself. Who exactly is Ethan Shaw? Sure. Yeah, Ethan Shaw. Ethan Shaw is a DFO uh, House candidate running for uh, Woodbury District 47B. A seat currently held by a DFL incumbent named Steve Sendell, who's been here for four years. Uh, Ethan Cha is a refugee from Thailand who came to America in 1980 and who grew up in uh, St. Paul on the corner of Dell University in the Rondo neighborhood, who attended a world-class public education at Webster Magnet Elementary School, who was also a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout, Troop 184, and, uh, you know, uh, became American citizen in 1990. And so um, Ethan Cha, the refugee who became a citizen, is now a candidate running for Minnesota House. Uh, you know, it's it, the rise of the, the Southeast Asian population that came into the cities in the 70s and 80s. I think there is nothing that epitomizes America more than that than the opportunity you welcome in refugees, you welcome in the needy, you know, something about uh, uh, bringing bringing in your 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 tired, your meek, that sort of thing. We you bring those people in, you give them the chance and give them an opportunity, and and they can shine. I've just I, I think that that's one of the things I love about Minnesota and Minneapolis, St. Paul in particular, is that we have a a mentality of this is you're here, great. You know, off you go. Have a great time and all my best. And I think your, yourself is it's a prime example of, you know, with, with good opportunity. Look at you look at the success ratio here. You are running for, for Minnesota House. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell people uh, again and again, my dad has been fighting for democracy since 1961 when he was recruited by the CIA SGU guerrilla units in uh, the secret war in Laos. That's 1961. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been fighting for democracy. I'm here because, you know, of the um, of the hard work he put in to fight for democracy. And you know, uh, I tell people Matt, that uh, Ethan Cha is the recipient of the American dream, a dream that his dad uh, fought so hard for to ensure that he would have the opportunities, the freedom and liberties that is guaranteed by the Constitution of America. And so Ethan Cha is uh, the recipient of the American Dream, and he's running for Minnesota House to give back and serve. You know, when you look at what you want to bring, you 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 know, you're you're running here 47B. Let's talk about what you feel are the important issues that need to be addressed in the Minnesota House. Well, the important issues, definitely at the top of the ticket, is reproductive rights and women's rights and gender equality. That's the top of the ticket for Ethan Cha. You know, on top of that, the environment 
You know, I was a uh, cattleman and a farmer for many years. And so climate, climate change is real, you know. Climate change is happening. And, you know, as legislator, you know, as citizens and stewards of this, uh, uh, this world, you know, we must protect our resources. We must ensure that the water, land, and air is going to be uh, there for our children in the future. And so because our future is our children. You know, another mm-hmm. issue, uh, the third issue here is going to be education. You know, we must fully fund education. You know, here in Woodbury, we're four schools short. You know, we mm-hmm. need more schools. We need more mental health counselors. We need more teachers. We need to invest in our future, which is our children. A few things to unpack here, if we, if you don't mind, I want to go back to it. First of all, I want to say a line from your website, which if I could suggest to every Democrat out there who's running for an office, put this line on there because this is great. Supporting women's rights and gender equality, a necessary foundation for a peaceful, prosperous, and sustainable community. I couldn't agree with that more. That is, it's, it's about making a better community. When you're door knocking out in Woodbury here, talk about what when you're hearing about people who are upset about the overturning of Roe v. Wade, talk a little bit about you know the, the, the fact that we are living in a time where not only are women's rights taken away, now there's this big threat of they're going to get rid of gay marriage and, and equal rights there. Talk about what you're experiencing when you're door knocking in Woodbury with that issues or those issues. Yeah, you know, uh, when I'm at the doors here in Woodbury, you know, the issues of you know women's reproductive right is 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 real, and the conversations are real. You know, people talk about how their mothers marched and walked in the '70s to protect you know abortion rights. You know, they talk about you know the gender equality that's happening now. You know, same-sex marriages, right? They're talking about you know, women's, you know, uh, equality and rights, you know. And so, you know, these are the conversations I'm having with real families at the doors. These are, you know, top concerns. And, you know, it, it's, it's on the line. You know, don't let anybody else tell you that, you know, hey, you know, that was just the Supreme Court and we're protected here in the state of Minnesota. No, you know, if they've, if they've changed Roe versus Wade at the uh, federal level, hey, there's not going to be no rock under, that's not going to be turned in the state legislature. So. Well, and it should yeah. be, we have to remind everyone, the Republican platform passed in May of this year was to get rid of Dovey Gomez. They want that gone. And as much as these Republicans are out there screaming, oh, abortion's not on the ballot, they themselves were talking about an incredibly aggressive anti-choice standard in May. It's only the, yeah. ju- the June overturning that they're frantically trying to present themselves as newfound moderates. The reality is, if they get into office, they're going after the, the women's right to choose over their own bodies in the state of Minnesota. Right. You're absolutely right. In May, they're trying to, you know, uh, mount an attack on Doe versus Gomez. And now the tune's changed. Now they're saying that we're being protected by Doe versus Gomez, the same statue that they're trying to overturn in May. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've changed their tune. Uh, but you know what? Um, you know, uh, we still got to work hard in Minnesota, take action. We've got to take action now. We can't expect this to be, you know, they're going to go change it. They will. If they get in power, they will. Uh, Ethan Shaw is joining us right now. 47B, Democrat of the day. Uh, we want to go back to your comment about farming and you brought about climate change. 
that is always the the I, you know don't like the term canary in the coal mine, but it is the truth. The farmers are the ones who are on the ground on the day to day production who are seeing the 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 real effects of climate change as it happens with their own crops. Talk a little bit about that and and you know how that that inspired you to say you know what we got to work on a better environment at this point. Yeah, I, I mean the climate change is happening. The temperatures are changing. Right for cattlemen, you know that means that. You know, the grassland yields, you know, per acre for feed is changing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's getting smaller and smaller. You know, it means that the water table is changing, right? The, the clean water versus the salinity uh, is changing. It means that the access to clean water, instead of going, you know, 200 uh, feet into the well, you're going to have to dig another 200 to get to 400 to get to fresh, clean water to sustain your farm, right? And so, you know, you're looking at generations of farmers, you know, and ranchers, you know, losing their livelihood, you know, after 100 years, you know, so these things are happening, you know, and, you know, farmers and ranchers who experience this firsthand, you know, they don't live by, you know, the days, they live by the season, they live by the rainfall and the weather, and they are the ones who know best of the last 1500 years of seasonal, you know, what the season has yielded, they know that climate change is real. It's happening now. You know, I, it's it's a it's a place. Minnesota's a place where you could throw seeds in the ground, and for for a hundred years, you could grow anything. And I have actually heard from people with, especially the grasses, and they're saying that the yield is is down dramatically. And they, you know, it's it is a sign that we are changing. And I don't want to get like, you know, if you go out to like Utah or or to Arizona where they're just constantly watering just to grow grass, we shouldn't have that here. But you know, yet. We see it with the farmers, the ranchers, they're seeing it with their own eyes, and yet the, the, the Republican Party, once again, is not doing anything to say, okay, we need to preserve this and make this, make this uh, a, safer, a safer world so that we can continue this agricultural history. Yeah, I mean, you know, their take on uh, the environment is that corporations have rights, but the environment doesn't. Well, you know, I don't agree with that, you know, as, mm-hmm. as a, um, you know— <laughs> As a Democrat, as a citizen, as a person, you know, who's seen the witnesses, you know, we need to protect our natural resources. We need to protect our land, air, and water. You know, if we don't do it, who's going to do it? You know, and we need to protect it for the future, you know, for our children. Ethan, you bring up your children, the, the children here, and I want to bring up an issue. I, I want to hear more on this. I have not heard about this issue that Woodbury schools are down four schools. Uh, talk a little bit about this because once again, this is, I mean, you know, we need to be funding education completely. It sounds like there is a problem out in Woodbury that needs immediate addressing. Yeah. I mean, over, over room classroom sizes, not enough teachers, not enough mental counselors, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we need to provide support for these children and teachers, you know, uh, especially after the COVID-19, the last two years of the, you know, the COVID-19, we need to jumpstart and we need to make sure that we invest into our schools, our children, our teachers, and, you know, counselors, you know, it's essential to a healthy community. It really is. And when you bring up the counselors, and this is one of the things as well, not that's, this is why we need to have people in in St. Paul that not only are thinking of their district, but thinking statewide. 
as bad as it is in the metro, it's even worse out in rural Minnesota, where counselors are are hard to come by. Even just regular, you know, counselors in on the, the on the you know on the medical system out there are hard to come by. We need to really make a major investment into all Minnesota schools to have the mental health professionals that these these kids need, especially after the pandemic, and make sure that they're there to help these kids get through the, what is you know incredibly tough time right now. We as this is this mental health problem we have. This is a legitimate crisis that's only going to get worse. It is. You know, you're absolutely correct. You know, we need to make sure that we have the support system here for the children, you know, after the COVID-19. But on top of that, you know, all this gun violence that's happening in schools, right? Yes. I mean, how are we addressing, you know, the gun violence? You know, how are we making sure that our children are safe and the teachers feel safe, uh, you know, in, in a place where, um, you know, democracy you know, should be protecting them and, you know, public safety. So, you know, on top of the mental health, you know, there's a safety concern also, you know. I'm, I'm on the mindset, you talk about the guns. I've always said the same thing. If you basically made it a incredibly steep crime to illegally sell a gun to someone, because that's where these guns are coming from, illegal sales. If you make it, if you sell a gun illegally, you're going to jail for a minimum of 20 years. I guarantee you, you'd solve a lot of the guns that are on the streets almost immediately. And it doesn't mean that, that you don't have people that have violent tendencies and, 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 once again, a need for mental health. But at least then we've taken away the vehicle for them to cause the carnage that is happening. And I think that that's, we need to have newer ideas on this that are, you know, you know, that are able to be enacted with, 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 with legitimacy because, I mean, if something like that could actually make a major difference. And right now, I'm just tired of the other side of the aisle always saying no, no, no. I really am tired of that. Yeah, you know, um, let me share something with you. You know, I I, I grew up in, um, you know, some pretty tough neighborhoods, you know, being a refugee. And I am a gun violence survivor, a victim, many times over. I can tell you probably two dozen stories. You know, where a gun was involved and that I could have lost my life or somebody did lose their life, you know. And so, you know, your these conversations need to happen because you're not going to think about common sense gun laws until somebody you know and you love lost their life to a violent gun crime. Uh, you know, this is, Ethan, this is the perfect example. We need to have you in St. Paul at the Capitol because you are the perfect person to have there. Your life experiences give you the perspective we need that will not only make 47 be a better district, but the entire freaking state. I mean, it's, it's, this is, I, I want to do anything I can to help you get into St. Paul at this point. Right. You know, I, I don't have a PhD in economics, but I do have a PhD in just life experiences, you know? And so, you know, we need to have these uh, conversations and we need to encourage them and, you know, create a safe space for communities and families to come with solutions, common sense solution, uh, solutions that we can walk across, work across the aisle and ensure, you know, safe neighborhoods and safe communities and for healthy families. And that's statewide. Uh, Ethan Shaw, once again, uh, this is 47B, Democrat of the Day. Ethan, I want to drive as many people. This is where I, I say this thing every time. If you're listening to us right now and you're in a relatively safe Democratic district, great. Help your local DFLer. But then I need you to get over to Woodbury because this is basically it's the um, kind of if you cut Woodbury in a diagonal line, you are kind of the eastern side of it, the southeastern side of Woodbury completely, right? 
Right. So, you know, uh, on the uh, east side of Woodbury, next to uh, Afton, and I'll tell you why Woodbury 47B is important, not only to uh, Woodbury but in the DFL, but to the state of Minnesota. You know, Woodbury 47B is the path to the majority in the House of Representatives, okay? And that means that in order to hold the majority in the House, we need to hold 47B. So just like what Matt said, you know, not in a vulnerable district, if you have time to volunteer, if you have $2, you know, two cents, you know, uh, we can use the help here in 47B and, um, you know, to ensure that Woodbury stays blue and Minnesota stays blue. Well, and I, I, one thing about 47B, which is interesting, as the Republican Party has given up on places like Edina, they're not really putting much money into Eden Prairie anymore, kind of eastern Minnetonka. They're looking at this district, and they're, they're, they want this district bad. So this is a district, DFLers, how, what are you going to do today to make the blue wave happen? Well, one thing you can do is get over to 47B and help Ethan over there in this district. Volunteer door knock. If you do- knock on every door in that district, guess what? He'll win. Uh, door knock, volunteer, donations. What's the website people should find more information about you, Ethan? Yeah, website is at You know, Or you can just Google Ethan Cha. You know, it'll come right up. And, you know, if you want to learn more about Ethan Cha, go to the About page. You'll learn about, you know, the genesis of my American dream, my journey, and why Ethan is running for Minnesota House. Ethan Shaw, mnhouse.com. I'll link to everything. I'll spotlight this interview as well. Ethan, all my best out there. I am rooting hard. I want you to win that seat. So all my best out in 47B. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate the time and opportunity to uh, be here on your show. And, yes, uh, we want Ethan to win. And Ethan is going to win. Ethan, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Ethan Shaw, Democrat of the Day, 47B.